Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast, episode 64. I'm your host, Moneymaker Chris. I'm going solo this week. Jay couldn't join me, so I am holding the fort down this week all alone. And let's just get right into it. Up first here this evening, one Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols, one of the all-time great hitters in Major League Baseball, is pretty much having a career resurgence. Resurgence, I should say. And it started back at the All-Star Game. We entered the Home Run Derby and really surprised people with his performance. He really showed up and almost won the whole thing. Juan Soto went on to win the Home Run Derby, but Albert Pujols, he put on a very good performance. And ever since then, he's just been on this tear. This is his final season. And he is two home runs shy of 700, joining that exclusive 700 home run club. The only other two guys that are in that club are Babe Ruth and Barry Bonds. So that's a very, very exclusive club. And it's just been, it's been fun to watch just seeing him just hit home run at the home run at the home run. It's absolutely amazing what this guy is doing. It's just, it's mind boggling because you really hadn't seen much from him. And it's it's great to see him doing it with the way it all began with the St. Louis Cardinals. Because that's where he spent a majority of his career. Now, he was in L.A. with the Angels. He had signed a 10-year, $210 million contract with them. He spent some time last year with the Dodgers, and now he's back with the Cardinals. And he's just killing it right now. It's absolutely amazing what he is doing. I am so, so happy for him, and I hope he gets it. It's not too much time left in the season. We got a few weeks to go, and I I think he can do it. I really, really think he can get to 700 home runs. He just needs two more. Two more. He's at 698 right now, so I think he can definitely, definitely do it. Just looking at some of his accomplishments, I mean, he's 11-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion, three-time league MVP. He was the rookie of the year in 2001. He's got a couple of gold gloves from 2006 and 2010. He won the Roberto Clemente Award in 2008. He was the NLB, NLB, I'm not NLB National League batting champion in 2003. And it's just amazing to see what he's doing. It really, really is. I am just, you're pulling for him. You'd hate to see him retire and be like at 698 or be at 699. It's almost like, should he come back and try to go, try to go for 700? Because I think that would definitely, definitely, definitely be worth coming back for, for sure. It definitely would be. I mean, he's having a pretty good season. He's batting 260 with 19 home runs, 53 RBIs. Not too bad at all. Not too shabby whatsoever. So I wish him nothing but the best because I think I think he's going to do it. I think he's definitely, definitely going to do it. And next up here, this MVP race. 
because we're getting down toward the end of the season and we're going to see who's going to be the MVP for the National League and for the American League. Now, on the American League side, it's just two guys, I feel. It's Aaron Judge and Shohei Atani. And it's tough. That's a that's a tough call because Aaron Judge in a contract year, he's having one of his best seasons by far. He's at 57 home runs, 161 hits, and he's just killing it right now. He's at 120, 123? Yeah, 123 RBIs. He is the favorite, but then you turn around and look at a guy like a Shohei Atani. I'm pulling up his stats right now. Okay, there we go. At the plate, he's batting 266 with 34 home runs, 89 RBIs, 11 stolen bases, 11 stolen bases. And on the mound, he is 13 and 8 with a 2.43 ERA. We've talked about him many a times on this show. The guy is next level. What he's doing, we've never seen in our lifetime. We've never seen a guy hit and pitch at this higher level. We really, really have not seen that. So I could see you wanting to give it to him doing what he's doing, but Aaron Judge, is, he's had a very solid season. I, mean, I don't remember the last time we've had co-MVPs, but this could be a year we could definitely have co-MVPs because Judge, he's just been killing it, and both of these guys have been killing it. But what Shohei's doing is just so unique and special. He's one of those guys. You, he's definitely going to be in the, as long as he continues to pitch and hit at this higher level. He's going to be in the MVP conversation for many years to come. He's definitely going to be in the mix. He's one of those guys that you could probably give the MVP award to every season, really, because it's just amazing. Me and Jay have talked about this on here many times. What this guy is doing. People need to be talking even more what he's doing because it's it's special. It's, it'd almost be like the equivalent of somebody in baseball. I mean, not baseball, in football. Playing on both sides of the ball, playing offense and defense at an elite level. Being like, say, like you're a quarterback and then you're playing like defensive end or something at a high level. It's It's borderline on that but it's it's crazy what this guy is doing i don't know who it's coming down to i would say shohei i'd give it to judge i mean we saw shohei win the mvp last year i'm sure shohei will get other mvps i'm gonna give it to judge because judge and a contract year he's putting up some amazing numbers but if they gave it to shohei i could not be mad at that whatsoever i definitely couldn't be mad at that and on the NL side, there's multiple guys here that are in the mix that could definitely win the MVP award on the NL side. One of those guys is Paul Goldschmidt. I'm pulling up his numbers right here now. Having a very good season, batting 322, 35 home runs, and 112 RBIs with six stolen bases. Also, there's Nolan Ariendo. Pulling up his stats right now. He's batting 298 with 29 home runs, 98 RBIs, and five stolen bases. Let's see. We got Freddie Freeman here. I'm pulling up his stats. He's batting 331, 20 home runs, 93 RBIs, and 11 stolen bases. We got Manny Machado, who's having a very good season. 
pulling up his numbers here right now. Come on. There we go. And 296, 28 home runs, 90 RBIs, seven stolen bases. And we got Mookie Betts. He is batting 273 with 34 home runs, 77 RBIs, and 12 stolen bases. That's a toss-up. You could make a case for any one of those guys all having great seasons. Maybe I'm a little biased because I do like man. I mean, all these guys are great players. I would like to see Manny Machado get it. I mean, Mookie Betts. Any 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 of those five guys are definitely deserved. That's a little it's a little tougher on the NL side to see who's the MVP. I could see any of those five guys winning the award. But on the American League side, it's definitely coming down to Judge and Shohei. But on the NL side, you got five guys that all have a very good shot of winning winning that award. So we shall see because the baseball season is wrapping up. We got a few more weeks to go in the season. And then it's going to be time, time for the postseason. And let's see here. And normally, I'll get back to this next time. Normally what we do on here, we've been going over – the different divisions and teams in those divisions. Uh, next up, we were supposed to talk about the Texas Rangers. I'll wait till Jay gets back so we can discuss that. But to the next episode, episode 65, we'll be talking about the Texas Rangers, giving a little backstory on their history and everything. And like I said, going to keep this pretty simple here tonight, guys. I'm going to go over the standings real quick. Let's see. We got the current standings listed here on the AL side, the AL East. We got the Yankees on top at 87 and 58, followed by the Blue Jays at 83 and 63. We got the Rays at 81 and 64, Orioles at 75 and 69, and we got the Red Sox at 70 and 75. The Yankees have been slipping a little bit. They haven't been as dominant as they were earlier on in the season. They are six and four in their last 10 games, but the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays are right there in the mix. They're only four and a half games back, and the Rays are only six games back, but still some time to go. So this, the Yankees don't have a division on lock like they did earlier in the season. They definitely, definitely don't have that. The Orioles, they've slipped a little bit, but like I've said on there earlier, they will not finish in last place, I don't think. Right now, they're fourth in the AL East, but I do not see them finishing in last place, which is a they've been the bottom seller on that division for the past several years, which is so unfortunate. But this year, I do not see them finishing in last place at all. I do not see that. Over on the central side, you got the Guardians on top at 79 and 66, followed by the White Sox at 75 and 71, Twins 72 and 73, Royals at 58 and 88, and the Tigers at 55. And 90. This is pretty much a two-team race. Maybe a three-team race. I'd say the Twins are in the mix, too. But I think it's definitely down to the Guardians and the White Sox because the White Sox are four and a half games back. Twins are seven games back. I mean, they could go on a streak and get hot. Anything's possible if those top teams falter any. But I think this is definitely a race between the Guardians and the White Sox. Guardians in their last 10 games are nine and one. That's 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 pretty good right there. That's definitely definitely pretty good. But I think it's definitely gonna come down to the Guardians and the White Sox in that division. 
And let's see, over to the AL West. Astros on top at 95 and 51, followed by the Mariners at 80 and 64, Rangers 63 and 82, Angels 63 and 82, and the Athletics at 53 and 98. Astros got this on lock. <laughs> this is their division. This is stick a fork in those rest of those teams. They're done. That is <laughs> the Astros got this one on lock. And you know, a lot of people have said a lot of things about the Astros over the years with the whole cheating scandal and everything. I'm pulling for Dusty Baker. I would love to see him get a World Series ring. He's been around a long time as a player and as a coach. He's been here for the Nationals as well as our manager. Been with the Giants, been with the Cubs. He's been around a long time. He definitely deserves a World Series ring. So I'd be happy if he got a World Series ring for sure. And over on the NL side, the NL East, the Mets are on top at 92 and 55. Followed by the Braves at 90 and 55, Phillies 80 and 65, Marlins 59 and 87, and my Nationals at 51 and 94. Ouch. That one hurts. That one definitely, definitely stings to see that. A team that just in 2019 were the World Series champions. Now look at them. Unbelievable. This is a close race here. I mean, the Braves, the Mets and Braves, it's those two teams are neck and neck. The Mets are only, I mean, the Braves are only a game back. So this is going to be a very interesting race. Now, I know Max Scherzer was hurt for a little while. I don't know if he's coming. I'm sure he's probably coming back, but I haven't heard any more update on that. But if he comes back healthy with him and DeGrom at the top of that Mets rotation, they are going to be a tough outcome playoff time. You're not going to want to see them with those two guys. On the mound. On the NL Central side, you have the Cardinals on top at 87 and 60, followed by the Brewers at 68 and 67, the Cubs at 62 and 83, the Reds at 57 and 89, and the Pirates at 55 and 91. The Cardinals got this on lock. The Braves are eight. I mean, the Braves, the Brewers are eight games back. Anything is possible, but I think the Cardinals pretty much got this division on lock. They've been playing some very good baseball as of late. And like I said, Albert Pujols is on him. He's on a mission right now. So it would be nice to see them get to the postseason and maybe, you know, get to the World Series. Hey, he, not only did he get the 700 home run, maybe he could get a World Series ring as he goes out as well. So definitely people are pulling for the Cardinals for sure. And over to the NL West, you got the Dodgers on top at 144. The only team that has had 100 wins so far this season. You got the Padres at 80 and 66, Giants at 69 and 76, Diamondbacks at 68 and 77, and the Rockies at 63 and 82. Not a division. <laughs> I'm telling you, the NL West and the AL West divisions are pretty much wrapped up. Houston got it on lock on the AL side, and the Dodgers, Magic Dodgers got it on lock on this side. Unbelievable. That is that is amazing. That is un, unbelievable right there. And I'm just trying to pull up the current wild card standings right now. On the AL side, you got Toronto. Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Seattle, they're all in the mix for the wild card on the AL side. The Orioles are five games back. If one of these teams slip, they could still get in the mix there for a wild card team. But right now, it's down to the Blue Jays, Tampa, and Seattle on the AL side. And on the NL side, you got the Braves, 
Phillies and Padres all battling for wild card spots. Milwaukee's still kind of there too. They're at 78 wins. You got the Braves at 90. Phillies and Padres are at 80. So anything's possible there. They're only a game and a half back. So the wild card standings are looking pretty interesting as well. I said this has been a very this has been a very good, very good baseball season. A lot of good baseball has been going on. So as we go into the postseason, we'll see how these division races and this wild card race ends up playing out. It should be fun. It should definitely, definitely be fun. But yeah, like I say, I'm keeping it pretty simple this week, guys. Hopefully next time around we'll have Jay back and also um my good friend John as well. He said he wanted to come on an episode. If he's not on the next episode, we definitely try to get him on an episode before the season is out and just a few plugs here follow you can follow me on twitter at moneymaker chris instagram dc sports fan 23 as well as at the moneymaker 315 check out our twitter account for the grand slam podcast at slam underscore podcast check that out as well as my website the cash everything is up on there blog products you name it everything is up there on the website also to check out the grand slam i'm not the, <laughs> not the grand slam the three and out podcast that's the other podcast i do the football podcast three and out podcast one on twitter definitely check that out i normally live tweet during games so definitely check that out. Give us a follow there and check out the show as well. We'll be having the show coming up soon. Recapping the first couple of weeks of the NFL NFL season. Our last episode is up. It's on. If you check off the Twitter account, it's posted to the top of the page. You can definitely check out the last episode that we did. It was kind of previewing previewing the season. So definitely check that out as well. Also my football picks for all the football fans out there. I do football picks, football and friends. That's up on my website as well. Check that out um, for football and friends. I normally do the picks for all the games, but yeah, that's it for me, guys. You guys take care, be safe as always, and we will see you in two weeks. Peace out.